the darkness at thy speaking it was done. Welcome to sermons from Zion Lutheran Church of Gwinner, North Dakota. Zion Lutheran Church is committed to the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins for the church and the world. The following sermon is from Reverend Dr. Matthew Richard. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 16th chapter. Jesus said, A little while and you will see me no longer, and again a little while and you will see me. So some of his disciples said to one another, What is it what is this that he says to us? A little while and you will not see me, and again a little while and you will see me, and because I am going to the Father. So they were saying, What does he mean by a little while? We do not know what he is talking about. Jesus knew that they wanted to ask him, so he said to them, Is this what you are asking yourselves? What I meant by saying, A little while and you will not see me, and again a little while and you will see me? Truly, truly, I say to you, you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. You will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will turn into joy. When a woman is giving birth, she has sorrow because her hour has come. But when she has delivered the baby, she no longer remembers the anguish, for joy that a human being has been born into the world. So also you have sorrow now. But I will see you again, and your hearts will rejoice, and no one will take your joy from you. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Brady, Kiana, Shiler, Christina, Carissa, and Bladen. Today is Confirmation Sunday. Today is the completion of your three years of study in the six chief parts of Luther's small catechism. Today is the day that you publicly confess the Christian faith with boldness and then drink of the Lord's cup and eat of his body for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Now, considering all of this, we live in a time where many perceive confirmation as some sort of Christian graduation. We have heard this before. To be honest, this view of confirmation as some sort sort of Christian graduation is not only misguided, but it is downright foolish. Yes, foolish. You see, today is not a day where you somehow graduate and are released from the church into the grandiose world where life will be easy and smooth. Indeed, life for the Christian beyond confirmation is not quiet walks on the beach. And the Christian life beyond confirmation is not roses and teacups. But rather, confirmation is a time, it is actually a time, three years of preparation for you to know what you believe and why to prepare you to live as Christians in this valley of tears. Yes, confirmation is a time to equip you to live your lives in the valley of tears, or as they poetically say, this veil of tears. Now, this phrase, veil of tears, 
is a phrase that is often used to describe the tribulations of life that humanity experiences in the here and now in this life. In other words, from the time of your birth, the time of your baptisms, until the very end of your life at your deathbed, you and I and the rest of your brothers and sisters, moms and dads and grandparents, we will travel and we will labor through this valley of tears, this valley of life, a valley that is characterized by tears and trouble and sorrow. Indeed, we live and we breathe and we have movement not in the top of the mountains, but more often than not within this valley of tears. So Brady, Kiana, Shiler, Carissa, Christina, and Bladen, let us consider this valley of tears a bit more. This valley, as we've heard before and we've talked about before, is dark. In other words, this life as a Christian contains hardships, it contains suffering, it contains loss, it contains grief and persecution and pain. It is a valley that is clouded with gloom, where you will experience the attacks of the devil, the struggles of the sinful nature, that old Adam that we talked about, that stubborn old Adam, and the persecution of the world, and the sting of death itself. As you will find out, though, many people in North America like to pretend that our lives are not in this valley of tears. That is right, many like to avoid the valley of tears at all costs. It makes them uncomfortable, and it goes against their ingrained view of entitlement. So they try to make peace with the darkness of the valley, and they try to turn the lemons of the valley into lemonade. They convince themselves that they are overcomers. They say to themselves, when I get knocked down, I will get up again. And then when they get up and they stand as supposed overcomers, they look into the dark valley of tears and they roar as if they are invincible. But as you and I, and as all of us know, this is foolishness and naivete at best. Brady, Kiana, Shiloh, Carissa, Christina, and Bladen, you will also find that there's a temptation to buy into every kind of fad and gadget that promises to take you from the valley's tears to happiness. Every little gadget gives this impression that it will make life easier. Indeed, we humans are suckers when it comes to fads promoted by movie stars and infomercials with their three easy payments, which promise miraculous happiness and ease. Oh, and we better not forget death. You will find that mankind does everything possible to sanitize the effects of death. Plastic surgery can fix the dying skin that sags on our faces. Makeup covers up wrinkles of age. Rogaine attempts to reverse hair loss. And medication can temporarily reverse the effects of disease. You will find that everybody dreams that they can be like the Joneses down the street who have apparently overcome the valley of tears and death itself. All this stated, though, dear confirmands, know this. No matter how hard you try to climb out of this valley of tears, and no matter how much you try to deny it, there's no escape. The valley's walls are too steep, and the valley is too dark. No matter how hard you wipe away the tears, they keep flowing. They keep flowing until your last dying breath and in this life, the devil will continue to attack. Your sinful nature will always long for you to sin and wreak havoc in your lives. 
and the world will continue to spew forth lies and deception and false promises. There is actually no bottom to this. Now, I do not share this to you, confirmants, and the rest of the church here to be a killjoy. And I'm not trying to place a rain cloud over your heads. I'm not trying to earn a medal for the most depressing (laughs) confirmation sermon in the history of the church. But rather, I'm sharing this because this is the way that life actually is. This is reality. Life in this world is tough. In this earthly pilgrimage, the devil and the world will never stop assaulting you. That is to say, if you speak the truth, the world rages against you in anger. The world actually begins to curse and condemn and persecute you for speaking truth, and you will endure in scorn and mockery, which leads to tears. And if the world can whip out its sword against you, it surely will do that too, with the master devil joining that attack, driving such poisonous and fiery darts into your heart that you will almost literally suffer a meltdown. Now let us pause a moment, though. Considering this valley of tears, when you confirmants will experience this kind of suffering, what will you do? Important question to ask today. When you go through this valley of tears, what will you do? Now keep in mind that you cannot escape this valley. We covered that. The walls on each side are too high, and it's too dark to turn around. Maybe you can just give up as some do, curse the valley and curse the world and curse God and live this life in bitterness, shaking your fist at God and grumbling to the grave. But this still does not change the fact that you are in the valley. So what shall you do, dear confirmants? What shall you do in this valley of tears? Brady, Kiana, Shiloh, Carissa, Christina, and Bladen, Do not panic. Do not panic. And do not fret. Be still this hour and this moment. Hear right now. Yes, hear and listen right now to the words that we hear from the scriptures. And that is this. Did not Christ predict that there would be trials and suffering and pain in this life? He certainly did. However, our Lord Jesus Christ also said that this valley of tears will be only a little while. Truly, this valley of tears is only a little while. The comfort of the Christian is that this life on earth is only a little while. It might seem strange to consider your lives in this valley of tears to be a little while, especially since you have so many more years before you to live. However, When we measure our short lives to God's eternity, it really is a short time in comparison. Your lives are infinitely small. They're infinitely small compared to the amount of time that awaits you with the Lord in eternity. Though it might come across as a peculiar illustration, consider for a moment what we heard in our reading from the gospel. Yes, that gospel reading that talks about a woman ready to give birth. Her agonies and her contractions increase. Her laughter is silenced. She sees no end to her pain. In the midst of labor, the contractions seem like an eternity of pain and hurt. The pain blinds her from reality. Fear can take hold of her as she may wonder if she and the baby will be preserved through the anguish and the pain of birth. However, objectively speaking, the labor is only a little while. There is an end to that labor. In a moment, all of her tears 
All of her struggles, all of the pain are turned to laughter. Her fear is turned to victory. And her anguish and pain and fear and doubt are forgotten as she looks and hears and sees that beloved child that is born unto her. Joy comes in a moment. You see, this exchange will be the same for the church, for your brothers and sisters, your moms and dads and grandpas and grandmas. It is the same for all of us and you as well. As the church, as all of us as the church, we too are in this labor with its contractions and pains. Yes, this valley of tears that we live in is like the pains of labor. As with labor, though, your sorrows in the valley of tears will not last forever, but will be turned to eternal joy. Indeed, the valley is dark, but soon there will be a glorious day. You, yes, you confirmants, and the rest of us, you will walk with evil in the valley, but in a short while, that, that devil, the sin, and the world will have their end. So Brady, Kiana, Shiler, Carissa, Christina, and Bladen, you mustn't forget that the Lord Jesus Christ has all things in his hands. The wind and the sea, sickness, disease, and death itself have submitted and will submit to Jesus once again. Therefore, dear confirmants, let the devil, let the world and all the tyrants storm and rage, let them have their worst, let them growl, let them thrash, for they can only do so much as God permits, and they can only do it for a little while. As for the time being, and as you continue to walk through this valley, this valley of tears, remember what you've been taught. Yes, remember what you've been taught these last three years. Hold fast to that which you have been given. You must cling to the promises of God's word. The promises are for each and every one of you. Receive from this altar this day, from this blessed altar this day, for the first time, and continually receive the sacrament of the altar that is given and shed for you. Remember your baptisms, where God placed his name upon you. Patiently endure. Endure any misfortune, any, any misfortune that comes upon you. Comforting yourself with the truth that the Lord is with you in his word and sacrament. Comfort yourself with Jesus' word, that this life is only a little while. Know that as tough as it gets in this life, that the Lord holds not only to the very, very beginning, but the end of this world as well. Brady, Kiana, Shiler, Carissa, Christina, and Bladen, do not lose heart and do not grow faint this day or in the days to come. The valley of tears does not last forever. There is an end to the valley. There is an end to the suffering, an end to the persecution, an end to sin, an end to pain, and an end to the devil himself. It is only a little while. Be patient and wait it out. Take courage. The day is coming that the valley of tears will end and all things will be made anew. Therefore, lift up your chins this day. Lift up your chins this day. Confess Christ boldly this day and know that the steadfast love of the Lord endures forever and ever and ever. All grief will be taken away and swallowed up in the end. All pain will be remembered no more. Christ holds the final victory. Victory for you and for me and for all of us here this day. Lift up your chins and confess Christ boldly this day, your Lord and Savior. In the name 
of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormattrichard.org or visit Zion Lutheran Church's website at www.zionglinner.org. The Lord bless and keep you.